0: listening to loud on the set with Kyle and James a
1: level-headed movie critic meets a loud-mouthed movie cynic
0: and action all right welcome back to the show my name is Kyle this is James and today James what are we doing
1: arrival arrival
0: Whoa! Who He's arrived. <laughs> Who's arrived? <laughs> this is Aaron. Yes, it's Aaron. Aaron's back with us.
1: You know, yeah. Aaron, with this appearance, you might you might take the lead. I'm close. I, 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 I think I think I'm you still one or two behind. Let's reflect on
0: all the episodes Aaron has joined us for thus far. Oh, do we need to? Iron Man trilogy. Correct. Uh, Star oh. Wars.
1: No, no. Did not do Star Wars. That was Josh. S- Iron Man trilogy. Batman. Batman. Times Batman. Two. Yes. Come on, what
2: else? Uh, what else did we talk about?
1: Uh, Some Marvel shit. Oh, Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. Civil War. Um, there another? War. Was there another Marvel one? I don't know, man. You've been a oh, lot. We'll, I, I should know Welcome this. Back. Welcome back.
2: Thanks for arriving, Thank Aaron. you for giving me a platform on which to arrive. <laughs>
0: nice. Excellent. Um, so we're talking Arrival, a new movie by – here we go again – Dennis – Villeneuve. <laughs> <laughs> it's French. Canadian. I don't know. Um, this is actually one of my favorite directors, which is pretty hilarious, so I should probably know how to pronounce his name by what now.
1: Else? You mentioned him on the podcast before, Kyle. What else Well, he
0: he's done such films as Prisoners, mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman, Enemy, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Sicario, one that came out last year. Uh, very interesting. And with this arrival coming out this year... He's made a pretty big Hollywood splash for the past four years in a row, which is kind of uncommon wow. um, and interesting. And he will be doing the Blade Runner sequel upcoming, Ooh. which is very interesting. But anyway, uh, this guy, well-known for um, fantastic uh, photography skills. He's a very um, visual director, but also great at manipulating uh, the film. And the audience expectations. So, I'm a big fan of his movies. I've seen all the ones that that I just listed off here. Um, have you seen any of these, Aaron? Any of the None. other ones I'm mean, in? Keep,
2: you keep looking at me like I'm going to back you up on this. Not <laughs> no. a single one. What about one. you? Have you seen oh, any of no, no. them? I even remember Sicario. Sicario that, okay. I
0: remember I wanted to see it. All right. well, I, I remember that too. I did I want I to see it. it. Yeah, it's good. Really? You should watch it. Right. Um, but, James, give us a little uh, pre spoiler plot summary of Arrival.
1: All right. Well, before before I do that, I want to make sure the audience can appreciate something here, and that is this. I went and saw this recently. Kyle saw it recently. Aaron saw it recently. Opening And event. we haven't said a word to each other about it. Now, normally, we will see a movie and we'll drop a couple of hints to each other in the you know as we pass each other in the halls and whatnot. Is oh, this
3: worth talking about? Yeah, or hey, reviewing? did you see it?
1: What'd you think? And we'll we'll make each other laugh quickly in the hallway, and we'll pass. It. Oh, we'll, all right, we'll get the rest out when we record, right? Yes. But today, we truly—I don't know what Kyle has. Has I don't know what his thoughts are on this movie at all. I haven't talked to Aaron about it. I saw Aaron walking around today, and we confirmed that we each seen it, right? I'm not even sure that you've seen it. I seen it. You could just be lying to <laughs> me. I saw it, man. I'll prove it in a second. All right. He is stalling
0: on the plot side. I just here. think it's beautiful because this is this is
1: essentially what the podcast was always meant to be. Zero beforehand, like pregame, no pregame here. This is like Kyle doesn't know what I thought about the movie. Before we start this, I want to make sure that you did see it. You're not confusing us with the arrival
2: the Charlie Sheen movie with the grasshopper aliens, are you?
1: Oh, Man, shit. I, went, I was in the movie today
0: yesterday. You know,
1: right? <laughs> just just movie, checking. You think my memory's that shit? Just
0: checking. Know? All right, All the right. pre-pre-show concludes. Okay. You now want... the pre-show All right, hit us. You want a plot summary? Yeah, a basic plot summary.
1: No spoilers. Okay. Aliens have arrived on the planet Earth in the form of mysterious ships, 12 of them uh, seemingly randomly scattered about the planet, And uh, the countries scramble to figure out why they're here. They struggle to communicate with them. They're trying to figure out what's their purpose on Earth. And the United States team uh, recruits or enlists the help of a linguistics professor by the name of, what's her name? It's Amy Adams' character. Her name is Luis Luis. something or the other. And through her work with her team that includes Jeremy Renner, a physicist, they come to some startling revelations that – Set into motion, a tension-filled, suspenseful, heady sci-fi movie. That sound was, interesting. That was beautiful. Not bad, right? Oh shit! All right. Yeah, that was good. I could I could make a living on this podcast. This uh, guy right. with the French name needs to hire you to
0: write yeah. all of his movie bios. <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> what's happening, Dennis? D- um, sound good? Go see it. Pause it right here, and we'll come back and talk about it. I mean, we should. All right, we're back. What's that, Aaron? (laughs) I was going
2: to say, should like we give our assessment of whether someone
1: should see it or not before?
0: Now we we should. Now Now after they saw it, (laughs) you've seen it.
1: (laughs) I did the summary. I want somebody else's thought. I'm ready to listen.
0: All right, Aaron, we're going to start with you since you're our guest today. Uh, So we're going to do your open opinion about it. There you go. All
2: right, so I'm going to give my opinion with no spoilers, so we can do that, and then spoil things, and then we'll spoil things. Yeah, because this is genuinely a movie that should not be spoiled. I Mm. think. Okay. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. I did not like it a lot, a lot. There were some things that could have been done that would have made it amazing. But as it stands, it was a kind of movie that I haven't seen in a long time. And it Mm -hmm. felt refreshing
1: in a lot of ways. Give us an example of something that could have been done to make it amazing. Without spoiling, if you can.
2: The very first scene, I don't think this is a spoiler since you gave the idea. But the very first scene, you're just kind of dropped in to this situation where the... Um, presence of these aliens is becoming known Mm -hmm. and that's something that i always see missing from these movies that introduce like aliens exist because really what should be going on is every person on earth should be having a moment where they go holy shit there are aliens and there should be be a worldwide existential crisis that happens yeah and the movie did it a little bit and i really wanted to see more of that where she's just kind of going through her day and then everyone else is just having this weird moment where they're not paying attention and eventually she slowly falls in like something is going on and it happens and you have this moment where she's walking out of her job and there are these people just like not sure what to do they don't know what's happening are we in danger are we not in danger what does this mean and there's moments where like cars just crash into each other Mm because no one's paying attention and they're totally not in their space Uh and then the tension of that is just broken by suddenly a fighter jet just blasts through the sky. And it just gives you the sense like this is a real thing that's going on. And it, there's like 45 seconds of that, and I really like that. Yeah. And then she's just kind of like, yeah, there's aliens, all right, it's fine.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> piggybacking off your point, absolutely. I felt exactly the same way because I loved that feeling and that like unrest that was there. And I think she was a bad example of a character to follow because... Seemed like she was just kind of chill with it, like yeah, like one of the few people on earth to be like, yeah, I probably I thought there might be aliens and now they're here, so whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> I was expecting more of a reaction there, but yeah, I would have loved to see more of that. My opinion on the film as well. As I mentioned, this is one of my favorite directors, and every other movie that I've seen so far, I have really enjoyed. There's usually one or two. I don't know if it's his writing style or something. There's always something that feels, at one point, a little off to me. Um, and I think that it, it trips towards stereotyping and I felt like overall, I enjoyed this movie. It's getting really good reviews from pretty much everybody, critics and audiences alike. And I don't necessarily know if it, if it lives up to that for me. I really don't think that I enjoyed it as much as the other films that I've seen. I think, all in all, it was a good idea. It's a new, refreshing take on, uh, you know, the alien arrival situation. But it fell too many times into very much a cliché land of, uh, yeah, stereotype pitfalls. So I was disappointed by that. Visually, it's, it's great. It's simple. Um, uh, Direction-wise and art direction and cinematography and everything and just overall storytelling Um, was done in a really unique way, and I enjoyed that. James?
1: Well, I will say that I thought this movie was, yeah, it was all right. (laughs)
3: It's (laughs) all
1: right. I will second what you said in that the reason I went to go see this is because I got suckered in by the advertising. I think at one point I saw an advertising on some screen somehow. I don't even have enough TV. But at some point it said... (laughs) You know, Rotten Tomatoes has it anticipated a hundred percent. You know, before it comes out, before yeah. the movie comes out, they'll give it like a pre-ranking, uh-huh. right? And it had hundred percent. I was like, oh shit! Just Maybe like
2: I'm-. every movie that isn't made by Michael Bay, <laughs> yeah, does it? Oh, so I
1: fell for that shit. Yeah. Anyway, so I I think I got a little caught up in that hype. Um, and yeah, I'll agree with you, Kyle. I think it's a, it is a little bit too much too much hype because I thought it was all right. Um, definitely lots of care, very focused uh cinematography is beautiful and simple visuals in fact i think there were some practical visuals even like the, if you yeah. watch the credits i think they say that they were um there wasn't necessarily cg heptapods hmm. anyway we could we yeah we should some model work in there it. might be some mo- there might be some model <laughs> work in there uh, lots of great tension and suspense building without a blitz of just obscene special effects and all that stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah, I would like to know what you mean by that, Kyle, when something seems a little bit off in the writing, like the stereotypes and pitfalls. Because to me, it was the the, the point that we're not spoiling yet. Was to me the, all right, all right, I'm there. But it's kind of like pulling away from me enjoying the movie because now I'm just sitting here playing a little bit of a figure-out game. I don't uh, know if that makes sense without yeah, spoiling it. I but, think it does. Um, it didn't hit me so strong. The moment of... Mm-hmm. The revelation of what we don't want to spoil yet yeah. didn't quite. Oh, I didn't have that. Oh, I didn't have that moment. You know, the moment of the sixth sense because there know, was right? a lot of things building oh, to it
0: and not yeah. as much of a just like a, a shock point moment to it. Yeah. Exactly, it he, wasn't really disguised in a way that was like, you know, sixth sense. Boom. Yeah. You know, there's your thing. It was. See, that was more of a build. What yeah. spoil from here on well, out? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Let, <laughs>
2: well, I guess I want to say okay. one more thing
0: is that the movie. <laughs> This
2: was like a positive and a negative point for me. It's very slow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Ped- Pedantic? No. Pedestrian? Pedestrian. It's Pedag-
1: pedagogic? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's paced very slowly, yeah.
2: Yes. Uh, and so I, it was frustrating at some points because it was so slow. I felt like... I wanted more things to happen because, like, going back over the events of the movie in my head, you can summarize this pretty succinctly in, you know, five or six points. Mm -hmm. Like This happens, this happens, this happens, this happens, it's done. But I also liked that because it had that slow motion, you could really appreciate the things that were going on and take them in. And so if it's someone who's going in expecting some crazy action-filled suspense drama, not that. Yeah, no. But don't if you go. want... Just go to
0: Independence Day
2: Resurgence. The best <laughs> movie ever. <laughs> or or don't. sneak in and don't pay. Or do that, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you want something that's thoughtful, something that's interesting, and something that... I don't think it's a new
1: take on the idea, but I think it's a take that hasn't been done in a while.
3: Yeah.
2: This is a good movie for them. Yeah. All I, right.
1: I read a comparison that it's similar to the movie Signs in that an huh. alien invasion is used to convey a much bigger point. Yeah. A, a much right. more... Artful and an insightful um, point is being made, and the vehicle is the invasion of the alien. Science is, of course, you know, entertaining as all hell, and and, and has the shock value and all that stuff. Whereas this is massive, t- yeah. This is tastefully done. and It's artsy, you know. And uh, I I do wanted to mention this before I before I forget because I meant to. I want I wanted to say this in my opening thoughts, and that is the pacing and the the, the sort of clever, heady sci-fi was was done well and way better than, I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet still, Kyle, but way better than Interstellar, which sucked. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, we're going to have to go into fisticuffs Oh, my soon. God. I'm, I'm, I would watch this ten times I would before. watch
0: this before I would watch Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar's
1: garbage. Wow.
0: But just because of a lot of reasons that we'll talk about. Um, first of all, tangent, did you guys all get the new M. Night Shyamalan trailer before your film? No. No. I didn't get any trailers. I saw an early screening. of Oh, it. okay.
1: How do you get all these early screenings? You just gotta it's ask got me. connections, man. Yeah. I talked to you like every day and you do fucking hook me up <laughs> with anything. You know, I'll, I'll
0: hook you up. All all right, right. There's a new M night Shyamalan film. Uh, that's about a person with split personality, uh, syndrome whatever it's bullshit on the thing it's not even <laughs> real what they're describing here he's got 30 personalities living inside of him and he like kidnaps some teenagers and it's like holding them in this basement and they have to try and figure out a way to like reason with the different personalities and see if they can escape it just looks like the absolute most steaming pile of shit that we could ever expect no, no, I, I got, from got, M. Got, M. Night Shyamalan. I got one M. word
1: for you because he's, he's a hack, as we established way back we on the established visit. established he's a hack. Episode no. 50, <laughs> some of the other. 52. No, no, like 54. Um, identity. Sounds like you just described Identity. That movie with John Cusack.
0: Yeah, it, John Cusack it looks way worse. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I actually pretty good. Uh-huh. I thought no, so. No, this looks way worse. I am oh,
2: genuinely okay. amazed that he is still getting work. Me too. Isn't it? I don't know how many just like flaming piles of garbage <laughs> you can conjure up. And someone still says, "Yeah, you should make my movie." Yeah,
1: you should. It's because that fucking the visit probably made money. We talked about that, yeah, right? We the did. tweens are propping them up.
0: The tweens. Sorry, I just want to know if you guys Not saw right. that because it looked no, like shit. But no. I don't want to even waste any more breath on him. I had the fucking Moana. <laughs> I had like three goddamn cartoons. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we're gonna spoil <laughs> the shit out of stuff. Now, here, we go, here, here we go, Here we go. Arrival. So, Arrival. I guess all of us kind of are saying you can go see it. It's pretty good. Yeah. So I,
2: you know. If you care about my opinion, being the person you've heard the least from, uh, go see it. Go see it. It's
0: a good it. time. I would recommend seeing it as well. Um, yeah, but let's spoil it. Okay, let's go. Spoiler
3: alert!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moving watch, forward. Watch uh,
2: Superman's girlfriend and Hawkeye go draw pictures on an <laughs> extra <your> sketch.
0: What? <laughs> that's what happened in the movie. Wait, What? Hawkeye and Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane.
1: Oh, I totally missed that joke. Go- you did. Oh, my God. I'm well, sorry. Rewind that's, it. That's you can listen out. to yeah, it yeah, again yeah. and laugh
0: Ooh, later. All right. Um, so uh, how do you... Uh,
2: all right. So let's start this. Was the twist clear to both of you guys? I've heard some people say that they were confused by what was going on.
0: It was totally clear. I mean, the to me, here, I'll just go out. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, twi- the twist was that... The aliens are basically, I don't even know if this is the right term, but fourth dimensional in that they're like, they transcend time with their communications, right? They're omnipresent at all timelines of space time. Is that what we're. That's what's implied. About? That's yeah. what's implied, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say that was pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> you
3: can't they kind of describe
0: sp- it. They kind of spoon feed it to you at the end. Well, they do,
1: but let me tell you something. I'm, I'll be honest to you because you asked, right? I was a little confused I'm, I'm not gonna lie I'm a smart guy but when I'm sitting there watching I was like all right and the confusion I think was because I started getting a little bit frustrated because the explanation according to a synopsis I read later and again the fact that I had to read a synopsis to, to really clarify everything for me kind of frustrated me and I was frustrated in the movie because I'm here sitting there figuring out so I read later that the synopsis says that her studying of the aliens language and I'm just this is my own words by the way her studying of the alien language resulted in her ability to perceive time in a non-linear fashion. Is right. that true? Yes. See, now, that to me, when, 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 I, when I saw that happening, I was like, all right. I don't know if I like that because what the fuck? For a while, you're thinking that she's just having flashbacks, but it turns out to be flash forwards, and you figure that out, and you think it to yourself. At least I was thinking to myself, well, how the fuck is she able to do that? And then the explanation is because she's studying a bunch of circles.
3: Uh-huh. so And let's... so the,
1: the sci-fi movie breaks down. Essentially, there are two fantastical things to believe in this movie, right? One, that aliens have arrived, okay? I'm suspending my disbelief for that, willingly, because the ships are there, they look cool, and it's very tastefully handled, blah, blah, blah. But the second thing you're expected or suspected to believe, suspected, expected to believe or suspend your disbelief, I meant to say, is that she gains a new, essentially psychic power Through scholarship. Yeah. And that's where I was like, oh, I don't think I like that, you know? I don't think I like that because it made me have flashbacks, not flash forwards, but it made me have flashbacks like Independence Day that anybody that came in contact with the aliens was suddenly like, ah, having President Lone Star style headaches and are capable of visions. You see See, what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And I I got a little frustrated by that. Okay.
1: So I want (laughs) to, so I,
2: I really liked that. Twist. Like, speaking of M. Night Hackle... Uh,
0: M. Night hackle. Yeah. M. Night
2: Hackleman. M. Night Hackleman. Uh, M. Night Um <laughs> So, I really like this twist. You like it? And or? it was the best twist that I have seen in a movie since, I think, some of his actual, like, accidental good work that he did. So that <laughs> moment where you're seeing this, I was confused because I was like, you know, this is a thing... This seems like a movie trope to me where you're being exposed to aliens Anything could happen, and she's having these apparent memories resurfacing. And it seems like something important to say, like, Hey, Hawkeye, uh, have you he doesn't have a real name, he's just Hawkeye. Hawkeye, uh, have you been having like weird (laughs) memories popping up back in your head too? Like, is this something that they're doing to us? Because she has these moments where she's just having these flashes. And my immediate thought was, Why wouldn't you talk about this with him? Like, this is such an important thing, but. That reveal that these aren't flashbacks, these aren't memories of her past, these are memories of things that have yet to happen. And the moment where it was like that flash of like, oh, Bruce Willis is actually dead, that moment is I don't understand who is this child.
0: It's so interesting. I thought all this was telegraphed so hard throughout this movie. <laughs> so
2: that's I, interesting. I, I felt something was I, being
0: telegraphed,
1: but I couldn't.
0: When, wait. when we got to the end and, and they were and she was like calling on the phones and was making stuff happen that you know didn't i was just like oh of course at that point you should know no but i was like i saw that from the i saw that from the very beginning as did you know way you saw, as opposed at to, what point Tell one me. of the first lines of the movie you saw the daughter her, in
2: the bed and you're like yep she's gonna call the chinese prime minister and they're gonna have a conversation <laughs> no, 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 is, I know the
0: first saying. one of the first lines of the movie she says something to the effect of Like I know how this is all gonna end for like talking about her daughter. Like that she knows the future. And I'm like, Okay, she knows the future. What for some reason? And then as we got and then I was like, now there's aliens. Now she's hanging out with the aliens, so obviously she's gonna gain the ability to transcend time in some way and then it was like oh wait but now it's the future and it was like okay well you already kind of explained that to me so it i to not know i just that. was so in front of when their reveal was that to me like when you said there wasn't like an aha moment like everything clicked because i felt like they'd already built up to that point and kind of spoiled their own like plot twist for me. I don't know. So counterpoint to that's that. how I felt
2: and two things about what you were talking about before is mm-hmm. that when she's going through that she's talking about her daughter. And so when she says like I know how this is going to end, I know what the result of this is gonna be my assumption in that was that she had a terminal disease and she yes. she means I know that you are eventually going to die. And that's why that line actually works from my perspective is when I saw that I totally thought she was talking directly about that situation. Me too. Now, Which
1: I think is the point.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly, and that's why. And I, you mean to tell you weren't led along that path? You took the, you took the more. It was the wording. It was the way that it was worded and the situations that they were showing. But, but it. Let, well, me you you, but let me ask you let me something. See if I can you, find the transcript? wait, wait. No, no, don't worry about that. It.
1: But let me ask you something. Were you prompted by somebody telling you before no. you went
0: into the movie? Oh, Kyle is uh, a big uh, twist at the end. I just immediately felt that. Well, here's the other thing. Felt like you being. I had, I had some not context, but I had. I had visual cueing of this situation because of another film that he had done before. All right. So, mm-hmm. he's, all right, all right. so I know through his work that he warps perspective of things. So I kind of went into it with an open mind. Aliens were present. Something about the dialogue was concluding something to me. I didn't know exactly what it was until we got later on. But even as she was, like, assessing all the stuff, was getting the... As the vision started to phase and everything, it just all seemed like it was building to that point. But anyway...
2: So you're gaming the movie based off your experience with
0: the director. Yeah, well, you, you were so, you were slightly prompted. The other it's situ- like going
1: to a Nolan movie and be like, yep, he's going to have parallel storylines But the other out.
0: problem is there was so much. They brought in the phys- – this was my other tipping point. They brought in the physicist guy, and they were like, work with her and solve all these problems. And he basically sat there the whole time going, while she figured out everything linguistically. And I was like, well, duh, because they have the super alien technology to show up here – with their faster-than-light travel because they can transcend time-space. And that's like, you know, the... I'm saying this to you as a physicist, Uh so forgive (laughs) what I'm saying here. But once you start to make those huge, like, logic leaps in terms of our understanding, and this guy is, you know, he's just Joe Physicist. He's not (laughs) an alien with these superpowers and everything. It just seemed like he was so outclassed in the situation... Uh, that their technology had to be something that was new and revolutionary like in time travel or some bullshit. All right, I
2: feel think. like I have to do the arrival defense force now because I don't okay. have to counter some of these points. So, but wait, let me let me make one oh, quick point. Right, I right, haven't even ahead. addressed my
0: f- main problem with the movie because I love there. all, all right, that. I love the flash forwards.
1: Just and real, like quick, real quick, real yeah. quick. I, You know, you're saying that you, you saw this thing telegraphed from a mile away. That's the way I feel about Interstellar. Interstellar to me was way more telegraphed. You know, I got angry if you remember my story about yelling at the people in the theater. we like, oh, my God, it was him. I go, yeah, of course it was, you moron. Have you been watching? All right, go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead. Yeah. All
2: right, so uh, the point that you're having trouble, like, getting your disbelief to work here, they set up this entire twist with two important scenes. There's a moment where uh, Hawkeye is talking to Superman's girlfriend, and he's talking about...
1: You could call Lois if you want Lois Louise, Lois. Jesus. All right, anyway. Yeah,
2: he's talking about something about the brain and he says I can't remember the exact line but there's a conversation about how exactly, different is. languages can actually change the function of how the brain works
1: or your perception of, the, of reality essentially. Right. yeah your
2: perception of reality is actually built around the way that your brain perceives language mm-hmm. and so that was setting that up and then when they're describing the heptapods writing style They go, they say that, you know, it's circular, it has no beginning or it has no end. Mm -hmm. And like the same thing with the beginning of the movie, they set that up as, oh, they just have a different sentence structure. Like they don't have the same perception of flow as our sentences do. And that's what that like line meant to be in that moment. But when you realize later, like, oh, this has no sense of time because it is beyond time.
0: And I feel like this is one of the rare. Usually, I am the last to catch on to shit like that. I'll be totally honest. <laughs> I am very slow because I take everything so literally as it goes along. And I don't know if it was just the way it was written, but when I heard that and they threw up all the pick or all the um, the words that she was recognizing from like the the Rorschach test that she was reading there, um, I was just like, well fucking because it all exists in the same time a different time at all time like i i didn't even connect with it in any way on the linguistic level but more so as like the uh telekinesis whatever bullshit like next level that my mind was taking it to at that point
1: okay i got something for you guys and all especially right. for you and it is the, the classic paradox that we run into with movies that deal with time travel or experiencing time in, in a different frame of reference, and that is, the alien, the aliens are able to tell Louise that she can see the future, right? Louise sees future. Remember that? They fucking tell her at the end. You give me this look like you don't know what I'm saying. I'm trying to remember the specific scene. All right. Where anyway, an alien who makes a
2: when weird she gets East Coast sucked up into in the sense. spaceship
1: into her own little personal yeah, yeah. pod, and she's having the conversation with either with just one of the heptapods because one is in dying process, right? Yeah. She's confused as all hell because she's actually just starting to figure out something weird is going on here with my memories. Are they flashbacks, flash forwards? How do I already know this? She asks them. Blah, blah. And they say, "Cause Louise sees future, and we will, we need, we will give you help now." This is what I'm paraphrasing the aliens and their choppy ass English, right? In <laughs> uh, they're they're heptapodian. English in heptapodian. We need. We will give you help now because we will need your help in three thousand years, right? Uh-huh. Fine. And then we learn, of course, that she has foresight she could see the future she could see the the chinese nut job given the telephone number and the. Well, here's what you told me on the phone blah blah well then if the aliens share all their technology with the planet because you know vis-a-vis the of uh, the um avoiding of the global conflict right why why then how come everybody doesn't have this gift it's the classic problem of once one person has it and it was meant to be shared globally everybody should have it yeah that's what the movie says but then the movie never happens. You see the paradox. Because the movie's done before that happens. <laughs> That's so when she. No, but uh, what I'm trying to say is, at some point in the movie, everybody should be like, "Oh wait, I know how to do this. I could, I could see the future already." Everybody should have that because once it's shared, then time is no longer linear for anybody. So the point is that. And why did the aliens just help themselves if they know they're going to need help in three thousand years? And they're they're the they're the progenitors, or have you say that fucking word? They're the inventors of this non-linear perception of Are time they? vis-a-vis language. Well, either way, if you can see that you have a problem in 3,000 years and you experience it at the same time as you experience experiencing the time you're describing it 3,000 years from now, fix it yourself. No? All right. So <laughs> let me let me offer – It's the
2: paradox. I let know, me so offer a uh, solution for you. For ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, the whole point of it is that it's the knowledge of this language that opens up the ability their ability to, shit, yeah. to perceive time nonlinearly. I, yeah. So until she was able to learn that language, she did not have the ability to see her future the same way that she sees her past. So that wasn't available to her. And it was only once she started to see all the patterns and realize how the language worked that she was able to access those moments and like download the information of the language to her immediately. And she has that moment where like she remembers in her future that she writes this book that she starts showing to people, teaching them the language, which is her disseminating that knowledge to the rest of humanity. It's that moment where she goes back and sees that she goes forward and sees that she's written this book and that's how she knows all the language immediately. So the other point of this is think about it this way. All we know is that these aliens are aware of this language. These aliens just by chance had the ability to shoot out this weird ink shit from their hands, (laughs) almost like they're specifically designed to be able to speak in this language. We have no knowledge of the aliens besides the fact they know this. So it could very well be the case that the heptapods are just some creatures that were created with the mission solely of teaching that language to other races. Hmm. That's why they show up, distill the knowledge to her. Once she's got it, go, peace, we're out, and disappear. And so the whole point is that they are spreading this information, giving her this gift, giving humanity to this gift, and all the things play out exactly as they should so that that information can be transferred. And as soon as it has, is, they're done. The more interesting thing, the more like horrifying thing is the movie that happens after this is suddenly the world realizing, oh, free will is a lie. Nothing is true because time is predetermined and everything already exists. So nothing I do actually matters because that's the way it's always been and always will be. That is a more horrifying philosophical quandary that comes up in this short story uh that they just go we'll, we'll, we'll stop before
1: that happens interesting kyle you, you see what i'm saying you, right? worst you didn't part you the address was? the paradox but whatever uh, well, what's the paradox the paradox is like any other movie that has time travel once you have time travel you render moot everything that happened right. before it
2: but this is not time
1: travel it is though it, like, all i'm saying is this i understand you you're a movie maker so you want to tell a story you want to tell a story of how one could theoretically arrive at non-linear time experience but once you gain that experience then the, the 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 previous version of the universe where you didn't know how to do it doesn't exist anymore uh-huh. that's the paradox and there's no answer for that the point so, there is an answer to that the no, point is that
2: at this point the movie takes place <laughs> she is the only person who is
1: able to understand this yeah but as soon as she does understand it. She, then she's never the person who didn't understand it. Exactly. But they,
0: they try and backtrack know, right. that by showing like the scenes where once she comes into contact with something, then she knows she already did it in some like weird, like unlocking, you know, the pathway. Way, but that's all bullshit because <laughs> the way,
2: so <laughs> the way I understood it is that once you have this understanding, you can see future events. You can recall them the same way you recall memories, your future and your past are equivalent. So it's yeah. essentially the same as like remembering something that hasn't happened yet. So if you don't have that ability yet in normal time, you can't remember those events yet. And so you have to learn the language first. And at that point in time, she's the only one who knows the language. Ian, or Hawkeye, whatever his name is, should have a little bit of that, but they don't really touch on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no one it? else on Earth knows it yet. If you go 10 years in the future yeah, everyone should know this, or lots of people will know
0: These are the fun conversations that movies like this put out that are fun to talk about. But there's no answer right or wrong any which way. So do you want to have a not fun conversation? No, I present to you the worst (laughs) part of the movie uh, for (laughs) me and what what took it down to where it is in my book. Maybe.
2: okay. so everything
0: was great we've
2: all been pretty positive yeah we should all pick like the moment that was the worst part yeah and see if it's the same
0: here it is okay think about it for a second and then i'll tell you what mine is ready you fucking ready for this i got mine when she starts to learn the language and decipher the language with the aliens Oh. what fucking bullshit garbage was that i was so excited To see the process by which they were going to learn each other's language. She sits down in front of them for a second. Human! Writes it on the big thing. Human! Points to herself. A minute later. Takes off her suit. Now she's Louise. Points to her. Whoa, she took off her suit. She's Louise. About 30 seconds later. She's looking at a screen with that fucking blot on it, and it's like, Oh! Weapon! The of va, Like, knows all these fucking words, and they're just like, yeah, and then she just knows how to figure out languages! That's great! I was so intrigued for the actual process of them going through and, like, deciphering and communicating and figuring out each other's language. And they glossed the fuck over that, and that made me pretty much disregard the whole rest of the movie.
3: Really? Because wow. I was like,
0: this was what it was all about, it was, like, meeting another civilization and exchanging and how you were going to communicate that. And they were like, and then it happened. Moving on. Now let's have our conversations and stuff. And the interpretation part was just completely gone.
2: You got that little montage with them walking? No. You know?
0: and that was bullshit. Wow, Kyle. That was the worst part it? of the movie. I'm a
1: totally different page than you. Aaron, you go next. I really like that part.
0: Well, <laughs> the one
2: I, minute of it. So I agree. <laughs> I think there would have been a little bit more of that, but like, when it happened i was like i wanted to see more of this but stepping away from him, i'm like you know that would kind of mess with the pacing of the movie if we're sitting down like pacing learning of the movie if we're learning <laughs> linguistics like i can see that slowing the movie down uh mine is I a was much all ready for that <laughs> mine is a much simpler moment towards the very end they're standing in a field and jeremy renner says you know
0: it wasn't the heptapods coming here that was the most important moment of my life
2: it was when i met you
0: that would have been the stupidest moment if the other stupidest moment hadn't happened. Before. I actually, in the theater,
2: as loud as I could went.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that wasn't that wasn't earned. No. It, was, it was almost as it was almost as poorly earned as Superman and Lois Lane's relationship <laughs> in Man of Steel. Like, it was almost as her. poorly at...
0: contrived as I'm Joe Scientist and I'm Linguistics Expert and we're not from the same world but we'll get along and.
2: But they had Bullshit like forty stereotype. seconds in the back of a pickup truck. They must have been meant. Yeah, to yeah be it together. was.
0: It
1: was not earned that relationship at all. That, it I goes. will
2: say. To add on to that. So, uh, when you're talking about movies, people like movies for different reasons.
1: Wait, are we gonna get to my bed? Well, Paul? yeah, we're gonna get to all it. We're right.
2: gonna get to. It. I just want to say that. So, uh, some people <laughs> like movies because they really enjoyed the story, like me. That's if a movie has a good and interesting story, I'm sold. I'm done. It's all I need. A lot of people like characters. They like to see a character, get to know them. That character develops. They grow with them. Uh, This movie does a shit job of developing characters. There is zero character development. Uh, Superman's girlfriend is just, I do linguistics. And at the end of the movie, I do alien linguistics. And uh, Jeremy Renner
0: is a super physics jock guy. He's the most static character in recent film history. <laughs> and yeah, he's and never really given like changes. a conflict or anything. Yeah, it's
2: no one who shows in the movie has any defining features They're, besides
0: their job title. They fall back on the conflict of all him him of them him. encountering aliens, and like that's it. how will you handle it? It's like, well, I don't give a shit how he'll handle it because I know nothing about him and therefore don't care. Anyway, I think that's a really good point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback
1: part? on your two points in a second, Kyle. In case you're curious, at one point in the movie. Um, When they're pretty far along and, you know, trying to essentially convince China not to do what they're going to do. Anyway, like towards the climax, right? Uh If you look closely on one of the TV screens, one of the news footage uh, graphics says that they're 27 days into the invasion. So the part that you don't like that they glossed over, it took them 27 days to arrive at kind of understanding offer Mm -hmm. weapon or use weapon or offer technology or use technology – So it took them almost a month. I would have loved to have seen it. I'm not saying that's fast or slow. I'm just giving you some some numbers there. I remember they said roughly a month had gone by. And I
2: also, the point you made before about uh, physicists just saying they're being dumb monkey guy. I think that's fine (laughs) because the government totally thought they'd sit down and they'd be like, all right, uh, here's Blue. This is me. And now we know each other's languages. Let's trade secrets. And so they brought him in assuming like day one they're going to tell us the the secret for interstellar travel. When in reality, it was like, okay, we're at day 18, and we can kind of say, like, Ian walks. <laughs> uh, and so they had no real perception of what linguistics was like, and they went through that pretty well. And that was, you know, the one moment where there was a little bit of character there, her story about the kangaroo. It's like, oh, she's, act, she's clever. She's, like, kind of uh-huh. crafty. And then nothing more.
1: Even that was kind of deadpanned a little bit. It was, but it was, yeah. the, it was the one was, glimmer yeah. of a little shine. All right, blue. and then and I really appreciate your point because I hadn't thought about this about the lack of character development. Is because so much of the movie is, is focused on tension building and scene like a, setting and cinematography.
0: and It's like a snapshot yeah. of a situation. Yeah. It's hard to build characters. Okay, like. my least favorite part of the movie. Yes. Ahem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two words Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> One of the worst performances of all time from a, a really talented actor. I I know what what what's up with that fucking accent? That's not the way he talks, is it? No. It's like this, You know what you're gonna be? You're gonna be a, a big military guy, black guy from with a Boston accent. It almost sounded
0: like it was them it was trying to not, not typecast somebody and do like the exact opposite and be like anybody can do anything. And no, you know, just my god, I in.
1: I tell you, it was so mangled. I couldn't understand hardly anything he was saying at any point in the movie. Like, I missed entire exchanges because of him. And then it got worse because they put on fucking hazmat suits. You know? And everything was through microphones. I, I just tuned out whenever he was speaking. No? Nobody nobody else felt this way? Holy shit, I couldn't understand. That. I, Goddamn, did, I didn't invest any energy
0: into d- it at all, honestly. Oh, man. I thought it, it was, was a, I thought it was a total waste of a talent.
2: I kept getting distracted. I was following the path his eye was taking. and I. Oh. Was... <laughs>
1: He's got blue eyes. Did you know that? One blue east, one blue west. (laughs) You never heard that before? Anyway, with all apologies, you're usually great, but holy, I don't know what direction you were given in this movie, Forrest, but it was terrible. That was my least favorite part
0: of the movie. I swear to God. Another great cliche static character that was meaningless. Let's
2: talk about cliches. Oh, I got two for you
0: because this is second. This is my
1: second place. I can get this out quick. Uh, My second least favorite. Second least favorite. Anyway, whatever. It's number two on the rankings of garbage for this movie. Is the not-so-subtle, slanted descriptions-slash-depictions of Venezuela and China. What the fuck, man? That
2: really confused me, too. You know, like,
1: you got news footage and you have 12 regions of the world where you could depict things going kind of off the rails with the citizenship and uh, citizenry and whatnot. And you chose to make Venezuela look like a panicked hellhole, which is, of course, like, par for the course in U.S. media nowadays, right? And you make China look like the most aggressive nut jobs of all time. When the United yeah. States, in the words of, Mal- uh, of Martin Luther King, greatest purveyor of violence on the planet today. Still true. And yet China's going to be one to kick off the, glo- uh-huh. the the interplanetary or interdimensional war or whatever the fuck, right?
2: That confused me for a totally Get different the hell reason. Because just like right. from a movie perspective, like we're moving into this era where China is one of the most important markets yeah, for movies. Yeah, up to
1: left and right, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, they're painted not as the villain, but as definitely the aggressor for the oh, whole movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, the driving force is China's going to fucking shoot these things. We got to figure this out quick. And, like, that won't do very well with the Chinese market, like, them saying that China
1: is the bad guys. Compare so that just that, yeah. confused Compare the hell that out to of their me. depiction of Independence Day, where, oh, they, where yeah. they go out of their way, they stumble <laughs> all over the so like, China has played a very important role in the some of the best fighter pilots. It's so awkwardly shoehorned in, even Iron Man three, right? Ooh, the Chinese the only doctors bases. that can help Iron Man remove his fucking chest plate. And I'm bringing this up because you were here for Iron yeah, Man, yeah. our Iron Man trilogy, are a bunch of Chinese doctors. Get the This all pandering, and yeah, this is this is the complete opposite of pandering. This is
0: slandering. All right, we're almost out of time, so right. everybody, give your favorite Marvel oh, no. oh, really? movie.
2: Holy shit. Did that much time pass already? I wanted to talk about. The,
0: the... <laughs> Talk about it if it's
2: your go, favorite go. part. Well, it's my, it's my anti favorite part. I'll say this and give me a second to think about my favorite part. I really disliked the shoehorning in of the threat and the thing that was making, you know, thrusting the movie forward is these like just kind of down guys who are like, we got to fight these ends. We got to show them who's boss. We got to blow them up. Like that. As soon as I saw that moment where he's sitting in the base and he's like w- listening to some crazy internet radio guy, I was and like, and he clenches oh, his no. fist laying there in his cot. Yep. We're going this way, really? Come on, we don't need to do that. I know that humanity sucks, but has that got to be the driving force for this?
0: <sighs> okay. Yeah. Kyle, your favorite thing? Favorite part? <laughs> uh, honestly, I thought that the, the idea of the plot was my most favorite part. The, the idea that the aliens had a language and existed in a way that they communicated uh, across time in some manner I thought that was really interesting uh, I can't believe that I felt it was telegraphed so hard compared to what you guys have said and what other people have said because I would have liked to have been a little more surprised by that I think a, a little bit more and, and it might have just come down to minutia and that's just where my brain went with it and I got lucky or something but when I heard some of the lines and stuff, I thought it was a little too heavy handed at first and I
2: really think it's because you know this director so yeah. well that like you had the, the But I'm
0: referencing only a very slight thing from another movie where he likes to warp perspectives on things a little bit.
2: But that's all it took
0: for you to But, that. but it was a I mean, it was almost instantaneous from the first from the first shot and then the one that you said that followed up, which yeah, was like you
1: didn't really know all the specifics. You didn't know that the baby came after the invasion and you could tell. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, like just, I, I'm with Adam. I like you could tell it's a terminal illness yeah, in the movie somewhere. Well, that's pretty heavy handed. But you didn't know that the baby came after the invasion. That it was gonna. Well, of course you can't no, no, know no, that no. It's Jeremy that's, Renner. That's right? not what it was. But right.
0: what I what I would have wanted with this was a little bit more of a exactly what you said. They have all this tension and they're building it build to a a more climactic point where you like you you have to switch gears and think, wait a minute, like maybe the physicist guy brings up the idea instead of just the linguistics girl. Who knows? I don't know. But a a more of a point where they get to, uh, they have no idea what to do, and then they kind of like bridge a gap and make that happen. But to me, it felt like it was hinted so gradually, and they got to that point so gradually, which maybe even is a more realistic thing that would happen. But... In in the narrative aspect, I loved all those ideas that were presented, and I liked how it played out in the end as well. I think from beginning to end, this is a very coherent movie Mm -hmm. in all facets, and I think that that's one of the the problems that people have nowadays is they see a movie, and it's coherent, and it's not just like 80% good and 20% just jarbled garbled mess but they're like oh but he flew real fast it was cool and they see something coherent and they're just like well it's fucking amazing somebody told a story narratively that made sense and there's only
2: one explosion right
0: so I think that's a and it gets contained that's kind of a, a product of where we're at now with the movie industry but the plot and the idea of the story uh, was my favorite part well, what so about I, you? I,
1: I'm going to agree with you there and I think I think we are pseudo describing the same thing because I knew something was up and I couldn't I couldn't you know detail it out within the first 15 minutes of the movie but yeah with the words and mm-hmm. I don't believe in beginnings and endings you know right away okay something's up here you know something's up um, and so the twist to, to say it's a twist it's not it's not really a twist you know yeah. I think that's what we're both agreeing here yeah. it's not a twist it's just a slow sort of long awaited clarification of something you've suspected the whole time you know like yeah. oh okay and I, I said I admitted earlier that I was confused. I'm not afraid to admit. It. I went and had to read a fucking synopsis just to make sure that, that I understood this correctly. That she doesn't just have this ability; she didn't always have it. She acquired it, right? Uh-huh. Because I'd have you could maybe watch it again like the second time, but you would have to really keep track of when her flash forwards actually uh-huh. start happening.
0: Well, and I'd, when do they actually kick in? Because lots of people see those symbols and stuff, so and they don't even touch on how in-depth or, like, what type of exposure it would have been for her yeah. to gain that ability. So that's just kind of nonsense at this point. You just have to well, kind of... Well, the
2: sense is that it was a gradual thing. Like, she was seeing little bits and pieces, like, probably her most like her prominent memories. Did grow in, with time? Yeah. yeah, because they show... But
0: once other people are aware and she's written the book and everything, then... That's in the future, though. Yeah. See, you're talking about the paradox now. But even, <laughs> even still, as she was describing it and as they were all learning it together, people got on the same page... She was figuring it out and then was telling people about it so people could make decisions. And you know what's funny about that too?
1: So. Because by the end, they have a tablet essentially right. that allows them in real time to, mm-hmm. to feed the image in and it will construct the most likely set of matching words. Right. So there had to have been computer programmers building that graphics recognition package. Maybe they are and, the and they're ma- just
0: not speaking up.
1: And so all of them should have been having fast it. forwards because they're <laughs> just as privy. They're super privy in fact. Well, you know the point of the
2: movie, though, that's important is that we only follow one of the 12 stories. Wait, there's a point Interesting. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> By I the mean, way, that so could that. be a huge fucking
1: plot hole right there that nobody else was flash voting. No,
2: no, no, no. I'm going to close that plot on, hole right here. I'm going to oh, get, gonna get gonna the duct tape out, and I'm going to close that hole right up. Damn it. So <laughs> the, the big point in the very end, like the thing that kind of collapses all this stuff and actually makes them realize what they have to do is that they make the point that this is one of 12. The information they have, the data they've gathered is one twelfth of what they need. They absolutely have to work with the other twelve, with the other eleven groups to be able to get this. So there's eleven other stories going on that we have no access to besides those moments where you see the wall of screens. And so it could very well be the case that there are eleven other linguists in different parts of the world who are having those flash-forward moments. It's just that she was the one that bridged that gap and brought everyone together. Did
0: they even ever mm-hmm. say when they brought the stuff together at the end and like... No, it, when she's meeting
1: with the chairman, like at the dinner? I don't even No, we, we're left at the end of the movie with like, the aliens simply leaving and right? saying, mm-hmm. okay, now you know. Go talk to each other. We're out. And the assumption is that over time, we will in fact establish
0: those communication channels.
1: Which, by the way, in, in the movie, it was That's slightly oh, slightly. Un- <laughs>
0: Slavians would leave and one country would be like, nah, we'll hang on to ours. I know? mean that's
1: slightly that's unbelievable. The point, though. Slightly unbelievable that one by one they'd all be like, fuck it, disconnect. Like uh-huh. the, is 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 the global order really that precarious that that everybody be like Whoa 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 uh, fucking Romania just clocked out, us two, boop, disconnect. remember they all started disconnecting yeah, yeah. with the exception of like Denmark and like two others, you uh-huh. know? What was
2: and your favorite part? So, uh, to keep thematically here, oh. uh, that was actually kind of my favorite part. Oh, is the sense that the movie has spent so much time just basically telling us, yeah, humans are warmongering assholes that ruin everything that good happens to them. Like, that's the theme through the movie. You're seeing all these military guys who are just totally fucking things up. And you see all these other countries just ready to be at war. And then the whole end point of the movie, the point that it closes on, is the only way to move forward is for everyone to work together. And that was, you know, what they had built that up too—that China was a leader. Like there were other countries that were following China's mm-hmm. actions, and so you know, once China disengages, like, all oh, right, I guess we should stop doing it too. But that point of once she has the, is it? What is the leader of China? Not the president,
1: the
3: it was prime the, minister.
1: The the leader of the people's.
2: That the head king emperor Army. supreme of the People's Republic. Uh, I, I'm so ignorant.
1: People's Republic Army, something like that. Anyway, whatever the head general, whatever
2: uh so when she has the conversation with him and she gets his ear and like reaches him emotionally and that's when he's like okay it could very well be the case that the reason that happens is that we have 11 other people who have gained access to this power and they see the future and they say they do their future magic to convince their own leaders that we have to come together and share this information so that we can
1: actually all figure this out that's and a, so th- that's a stretch
2: I mean, it's a stretch, but the (laughs) point is... That all 11 others are simultaneously
1: doing the same thing? An interesting idea.
2: That's the interesting thing with these time travel movies, though, is that it seems like a stretch that, you know, the moment at which the explosion happened is when they finally got all the information they needed. But it's a closed loop where the heptapods knew exactly what they needed to do to dispel exactly enough information and no more than that. And so they all need to do exactly what's right. It seems like it's kind of a stretch, but that's the thing with time travel. Why so wouldn't the
0: Heptapods just not let the assholes with the bombs get on the ship? Thank you. <laughs> and with that, we're out of time. <laughs> so we got to give it a grade. Carl we're gets gonna... the last word. No, we're he, gonna... did
1: the, he did like the. <laughs> dunk, oh dunk, man, dunk, that, dunk, that dunk. Was
0: beautiful. Because <laughs> I don't even give a shit about any of that stuff. So I'm just, I'm just saying it to be funny because there's always gonna any type of movie that's got a plot like this is always. That's what I said earlier, man. The unavoidable paradox. So you just gotta leave it alone. But let's put a grade on it. Final final word, Aaron starts off. Uh,
2: six heptapod feet out of seven.
0: Six out of seven heptapod feet. So that's what a ninety percent. I don't
2: give grades to things. It's good. Go see it. Oh.
0: <laughs> we give grades.
2: If you're an asshole, don't go see it. Or if you only care about characters, don't go see it. But if the, the if you have any interest in aliens or like thoughtful movies or cool ideas or like time paradoxes. Just being angry at things. Go see it. Six sevens.
0: That's like a B, right? Uh no, it's higher than that. A minus? It's a it's an eighty fucking B plus.
1: It's eighty five point blah blah blah. B plus. Alright, I'm gonna give it a <laughs> I'm gonna give it a B. Um I I agree with Aaron. If you wanna see something that will is thought provoking, if nothing else. It's thought provoking, it's uh, attractive with its cinematography, um, and it's it's a nice piece of art. But it's it's got a few fun things that we could poke fun at and stuff like that. And there's uh, some awkward balancing of like a person of one person's sort of personal story and a possible alien invasion. and uh, yeah, so I give it a B. yeah. You know?
0: If I graded it based on how I left the theater last night, when I saw it, I would have given it a C. Whoa. Today, after sitting on it a little bit and chatting about it here, I'm going to go, until I see it again and feel different, B minus.
1: Wow, Kyle comes on the James. Doesn't happen very well. I have
0: high expectations for Dennis. For Dennis. You know, that's,
1: <laughs>
2: that's, that's what I like about this movie, though, is once you're done watching it, it leaves you with things to think about.
0: I
1: see. That's what I like.
0: I want the, the conversation it, factor. I'm going to see in. it again, like and then I think I'll have a, a better viewpoint of it. Um, than I do right now, or a more clear viewpoint, because right now I'm still thinking about things and the way stuff was done and everything, but for now it gets a B-. It's
2: definitely a movie, see twice. I don't know if it's worth seeing three times or not. <laughs> but at least twice.
0: But if you've seen it once, haven't you seen it three times? I mean, if, if you, you know... you've seen it three times, haven't you seen it once? What I really wanted you to
2: or do is give it a grade <laughs> in the, the circle, heptapods, squid ink language. Oh, in heptapods. Well, is it like three tendrils coming out of a nub? To uh like long I give it
0: a pinnacle. a blossom out of a shit pile over an <laughs> arcing <laughs> horseshoe shedding some skin. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> B Heptopodes. Oh, it's home, it We're out of time. Thank you so much, Aaron. This well, was fun. You. Yeah. It went so much faster than I thought. Um, loud on the set with Kyle and James and today Aaron. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes. You can also find us on kylefosterarts.com. Send us a mail. Let us know what you think. Loud on the set at gmail.com. We love to hear from you about this movie, especially since it has created quite the conversation mm-hmm. between all of us. Um, and it's one of my lower graded movies, which is Every interesting recently, yeah. as well. Wow. Ooh. We're going to
2: have to fight one day about Interstellar though. That's yeah, uh... Oh my
0: god. Yeah, James have me, You have to give me a selling. little bit of money to watch in the first place. <laughs>
2: uh, this, this sounds like a good time to me
0: Yeah, absolutely so another day, another day, another day. Alright, go see the uh, Not the Arrival, go see Arrival Let us know what you think Loud sad, gmail.com Thank you all for listening, go see Arrival Have a great day See you
1: later, goodbye <laughs> That's a wrap <laughs> Oh, good stuff
0: And cut.